welcome to the Youth Hockey Hub High School Hockey Podcast. Today's show is brought to you by the Red and Black League. To learn more about the league, go to redandblackleagues.com. Now to the show, featuring YHH publisher Tony Scott, the forum guru, Carl East, and the reigning most viewed high school games champion, Danny Ryan. Here's Danny. Yes, I am Danny Ryan. Welcome back to the finale of the year, the last podcast of the year. Um, joined with me in studio, both my co-hosts, Tony Scott. How you doing, Danny? My voice isn't here, but I am. And Carl East. I'm here too. Yay. In body, if not in mind. And soul. Mm, I'm not, not, no not sure soul. about that. You have no soul. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Especially on this show. You're like the soulless one, aren't yeah, you? Just vicious. Just vicious. I, I saw a tweet. <laughs> Beady eyes. Wow. I saw a tweet yesterday, and I forget who it was from, but it was like an NHL game. And it was like so-and-so got um, checked by the Holy Spirit, like just blew a tire. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed pretty hard at that. Did you guys Were see they playing that? Hill? Yeah, really. Did you see that tweet that I did last night, the one with the Boston Bruins? It's like nothing I've ever and I know this isn't a pro hockey show, but what? there in one two minute stretch there was a goal I've never seen this before. A goal that went in, went out, yeah. and there was like a stick flying in the air, <laughs> a fight, and then while it was all going on, all of a sudden the siren goes off during the middle. He's like, I'm like, that means it's a goal. Toronto has deemed this while the play was happening. While the play was happening, a siren goes off. Which means Toronto is a team determined that to be a goal. And play needs to stop. Stop. While the siren the siren goes off, guess what then happens? A almost near bench clearing brawl. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what did I just watch? That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Love it. Okay, let's move Sorry. on to some stuff High that we did hockey. watch. Yes. Right? <laughs> that was just as amazing. We have two state champions right now, and it's two Metro East teams. Um, Mankato. Not Mankato. Mankato, wow. <laughs> that, that's news to me, but okay. Yeah. Mini. Mata Mini. Something east. Mini on North St. Paul. Can I you have, tell we're tired? Yeah. I, I have spent a lot of time at the XL Energy Center recently. Mata wins Class A. Hill Murray wins Class AA. Uh, I would say both are very surprising. Well, did any of us see this coming? No. No. But is anybody surprised? Yeah, Matamidi more than yeah. than Hill. Hill, yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, I saw Hill play a number of times this season. I mean, we were at the the ass kinking that happened uh, with Hermantown. Yeah. there at Aldrich, and yeah. it, that's that was at the point where I wrote off Hill. Yeah, I just yeah, don't I, think Remy had a very good game that day. Well, and they had no offense. No, that no. everything changed. Uh, this week, and I—I I mean, this was a team that was down two goals in their section final. Yeah, and, and on the flip side, Matamidi was never tested. No. Came to the state tournament, and we thought yeah, that they, they were, were on the ropes with uh, Delano, and that's that's what made it interesting. Is like they were never tested, then tested, and then passed that test. Like, eh, yeah, okay. okay, and then they just like ran away with it from there. Well, well. well uh, that's okay. 21 seconds left, and they were outshot 45 to 10. 
Not it exactly was close. Away, but but. Uh, but they won. Yeah, I, I would say I though, agree. I, I would agree. say though the 10 12 shots on goal, they did. I mean, Posh said they they had seven or eight grade mm-hmm. A chances. Yeah. And, yeah. And take nothing away from Hermantown. They played their game. They pl- they did everything they needed to do. They got great everything. They just didn't win a state title. So, it was kind of funny like um did you stay for the Hermantown side of the presser? No. So the, then Andrews came in and he's like, I stopped line matching. I was just rolling. Yeah. <laughs> because they could well, in that game. It's not that rare at that point yeah. in the game. But yeah, yeah but it, it's impressive in a state championship game, not overtime. You know, third period, you're down, and you're just throwing everything against the wall. Yeah, it was a that was a phenomenal hockey game. Fun to watch. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about some other good games. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. Can I? I, yeah. At some point, I, want, I just want to get it out there now for all you Hermantown haters out there. I, there's a long show here, but oh, here I'm fresh go. right now. Oh, you are. Can fresh. we officially stop hating on Hermantown? No. Why yeah. they should go to Double A? I know you guys don't, but I, I'm just going to get it out there. Hermantown lost to a traditional. Power A team a couple years ago, Alexandria. Now they've lost to another traditional Power A team. They can't beat A teams in on the big stage. Why should they move to Double A? They dismantled Saint Cloud Cathedral, who beat Andover this year. You know, too. Okay. You know, I don't know. They they're just better because they have the numbers to do it. And they should want to test themselves. I you can't win a. Why should you go play double A? Yeah, tell but, that to Blake. Tell that to yeah. Vanil. Tell, I mean, that to, tell that to Hill Murray. Here we go. Hill like Murray is it. a class A team. I like it. Yeah. I like it. In 2009 and 10, St. Thomas didn't make it to state. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that we can kind of put this whole Hermantown double A thing to rest. Please. Just because Please. they choke? Just oh, now you're choking. I don't I don't think they choked, really. This year I wouldn't say they did. I, I don't think, I think, they, I think they have the past two. They have. Yeah, they have before. They have choked. The track There's record no the past few years is not great. No. And uh, the East the Grand, they have. The East the Grand game, there. they choked. Okay. Alex, they choked. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. At Greenway. They, they should have beaten they Greenway. They outplayed Greenway. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the section final. They they choked against the second of the three St. Thomases. They didn't even show up for that game. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I mean, they choked against um, Breck. They definitely choked against them. What year was that? 2010. 10? Yeah. 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 They were. They should have won. And, and They were the better team. And, and they lost with a minute left. Right. Uh, you know, anyways. They've had some tough stuff. My point is everybody lay off Hermantown until they – Destroy the field, and they haven't destroyed the field. Fair, yeah. And if not, when they had the, the talent to destroy the field, they haven't destroyed the field. Right, seventeen, they didn't destroy the yeah, field. It was, yeah. Like and backing into that a state team. title. Yeah, <laughs> think yeah. about that team, Samberg, yeah. Sandlin. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. that was that was a very, very good team. Okay, yeah. Tony, so, you got a list of stuff in front of you. We have on so much on here. So we're gonna go best games as our first. Gotta get my order. Yeah, best games. What's yeah. the best game here uh, that you guys saw? I I called a couple. My favorite one that I called was the Maple Grove Blake. Mm-hmm. Just yes. because Blake, we thought was going to probably win that game. We all thought they would, but there was just stretches where it's like, oh my god, it's tied. 
how did that when Blake went up five to three? It's I was over. I was it's like over, right? it's over. Yeah. I even I think I said that I was like predicting it's over. You know, blah blah blah. Like can't wait to see them play Eden Prairie. You yeah. know, like yeah, you're it, doing the, the color on that pundit one. thing. Yeah, you know? I mean that's what you do with a pundit. Oh, it's gonna be a great matchup before the game's even over. But then like they tied it up, and then a, a phantom slashing. It was weak. It was weak. There was some weak stuff. Yeah, there were some weak calls just in general. Yeah. Lot. Yeah. You know, I think it was there. But they're, you know, give the, 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 I love how they have replay for these goals. It's so awesome. Well, it here really it, is. It but is you, just, you, you they, say that, Tony, right. but they didn't show you the replay of the goaltender interference in the championship game. Yeah, they just went dark yeah, on it. After I showing, know. like, zooming everything. in. Everything. They were yeah, zooming, zooming in. in. There's, yeah, zooming all the way in. It's like, yeah. Know. They were zooming yes. in as hard Like they're on their phone, like, you know, pinch, pinch, pinch. Yeah, if you're watching this game <laughs> on TV, what you didn't know in the goaltender interference quasi, you know, like it yeah. wasn't interference. He wasn't interfering with Dart, Dartis in the championship game. But they didn't show this on the big screen no. at the X. They were showing everything else, which it, was kind of nice. Yeah, it, it, interesting about the show, not show, we talked in the, in the press conference, they asked Porsche what was the explanation. They said, yeah, there was a, they said there was an increase. They said they had a, they had a foot in the crease but did not interfere with the goaltender, so they called it a good goal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I think it could go both ways. I watched that replay a lot. I was, I was in the corner, it. and from mm-hmm. my angle, I was shooting pictures and of the whole or yeah. thing going down. I'm not even sure the puck went in. <laughs> oh, it did. I saw it. <laughs> it was super close. Yeah. But so you didn't see all the replays. I was watching all the replays. Yeah, yeah. From upstairs. To- and yeah. Then, like we're for me like, to watch Ugh. a replay from down on ice level, like you break your neck. Oh, like, I know. Yep. I'm like, nah, I'm not watching. Yeah. I'm like, I was literally my from my vantage point on at ice level. I didn't think it was goaltender interference, but they're like, did they? Did the puck actually go in the net? It was. Yeah. It, was it was like bar in out quick. Yeah. yeah. Right? Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that was so, what I thought it was. No, I that's I I just like Blake Maple Grove was definitely a, a top game for me, and we and we slid somehow into the the best game of the tournament, which was the championship game in A. That was the best. It, it was yeah. that was the best. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. No question, that no question about it. I thought that was phenomenal to watch. Another good one was the Delano Matamina. I talk about the state yeah. champion, which was just they were yeah. on the ropes. Yeah, and, three, and, was it three goals in the third that they had? And it, four, four, four. 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 Yeah, four goals in the third, and it was just like, it was like, okay, now we'll score. And yeah. Got, and and they did. And then Postal <laughs> talked about that, too. They never, they didn't have a really good year goal scoring, and it just kind of all came together for them. How, okay, something that we haven't mentioned. How cool is it that Colin Hagstrom scored the game winner? Awesome, Barry. I, I thought that, like, Class A had so many better storylines as far as that was concerned. Yeah, the fact that, you know, the Paradise Twins get to give them the award <laughs> yep. was super cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right, you know. Yeah, yeah and you could see hug. Danny, was cool. was, uh, Danny Brooks was shaking oh. because he was excited. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you could just tell. And so that was, I thought that was special. And, and the thing about it is so much in life is scripted, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you even know the the sex of your baby. I mean, everything is scripted and whatever. Yeah. That was not scripted. Within like, eight minutes prior to them yeah. handing him the award, yeah. Hermit Town was on the verge of winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Scoring exactly. late, I mean, the, I mean the amount. That's why sports yeah. is so cool. The amount of sheer disappointment that could have been on her on Matamidi, and then the sheer excitement of winning, oh, and then the Paradise Twins are there, like, okay, yeah, you're gonna hand the award to some kid from Ma- from Hermantown right now. <laughs> yeah, or, no. I think Hagstrom. Oh, I dropped won, no it. Oh, what. sorry. I think, <laughs> I think Hagstrom would have won no matter what. Yeah. No, Probably. That, that's predetermined, I'm sure. Because they, yeah. they have the big check and everything. Or do yeah. oh, It can't be they, predetermined. There's, there's, there's no a big check with his name on it. Last well, year, yeah. you can Jackson. write a name quickly, Carl. Yeah. Come it's, on. It's, it's printed. No, it's, no, it's not. It's marked. No way. No. That, that, no, that it, thing it, goes it, to some. Carl, if that was printed, Will Svendahl wouldn't have won. And we all would have given that to Axel Reed just based on the section final. Okay? Right. I, I That's why I say that. I mean, it's printed, it's but it might. Did Svendahl win the award last night? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I was in all hockey hereville at the end of last night's game. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. I figured. Okay. Um, what are some other games, Tony? Um, Blake AP was probably. I really enjoyed that game, actually. Really I thought fun. it was, you know, it was like the Friday. two best teams going, you know, talent wise, just going back at it back and forth, up and down. It was it was a really good game. I thought EP yeah. kind of controlled the yeah. pace, but yep. Blake yep. had some great. Opportunities. Oh yeah, for really sure. Good ones. Um, the, you know, we talked about a little bit the the Saint the Saint Cloud Cathedral Hermantown game. On paper, you guys were saying we're we're disappointed. I, yeah. mean, I think you kind of had 2017 in your head that it was going to be that. Well, good, no, right? I had seen the game in the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that too. And, and you had so, that kind of expectation. I still thought the 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 speed of play was very close to Blake EP as far as the amount of talent, the amount of Division yeah. One players out there, how crisp the game was played. I thought it was a great hockey game, I, and I just thought that you know. Uh, Hermit Tunk uh, converted on their chances. Well, and we saw uh, so much of that game determined the next game in Class A as well because the game clearing brawl determined just the whistles got quicker. Yeah, the rat from you've you've made that determination that after the the the, the little brawl, I don't know if it was bench clearing. I don't think anyone left the bench. That Rutka did. The goalie left the bench. Yeah, the goalie was on the ice. <laughs> yes. Yes. He would, should have been ejected from yeah. the game. You can't go out and leave the bench. Well, well because it was at the end of, of the period. period. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I, there was Borderline. so much going on. When when you're doing photography and tweeting and the stuff mm-hmm. that we're running up and down, I, I kind of missed it. I actually left the the photo platform to go upstairs because there was 30 seconds left in the period. I wanted to go get a head start on processing photos. Yeah. And I get up there and I missed... <laughs> Yeah, you well, missed I missed some good cool. pictures. I missed some good pictures yep. too. Yeah, so I don't really, but that's not something I like to show is well, fighting. Well, it, just, uh, here's the thing: yeah. like in a regular, I'll leave that to the other people. In a regular season <laughs> game, that just gets washed out, right? Right, and, and you just you move on. But on a big stage, stage like that, it does, and the other thing is too: the refs don't see your game before. Right, mm-hmm. that's that's the problem that happened. Is the refs saw the game before. And it just felt like there was a mandate to keep it clean. Yeah, and then you got a guy, you know, Craig Perry or whoever runs this thing, you know, the people up there with the, you know, dictating. Yeah. You know they're puppet coming masters. downstairs and they're you know, the puppet masters are going, hey, let's shut this, this ends. down. This, yep. this ain't going to happen anymore. Yeah. So, all right, uh, somehow the St. Thomas Hill game got on this list here. Yeah, uh, so shut it. That was a good <laughs> game. Semifinal Friday night was really, those were some good games. It was. I don't remember it really being that good. Well, yeah, same. I don't. I don't. I blacked it out. <laughs> what do you mean? You're the one that wrote it on here. You wanted St. Thomas Hill. Why was that a great game? 
I I thought that St. Thomas played a good game. They did. Okay, they got to well, this, they let's got to move the final on. Four. We're moving sure. on. I'm okay. just kidding. No, yeah. it was a good game. Uh, I thought they played a perfect game. Yeah, yeah, they played exactly what, what they, they needed, needed to do. The, the St. Thomas power play goals, and then from that point on, I thought they completely outplayed. Yeah, all the way until in the until third overtime, period. and then overtime until was overtime all was yeah. nine oh, shots yeah. on goal, wasn't it? Yeah, overtime Hill just put uh, somehow three minutes was all they needed. Yeah, real credit to both Hill and Matamida, you know, in both their overtime games. You know, after you know, being on the ropes most of the third period, yeah. suddenly just flipped a switch in that little three minute break. Boom. Yeah. So, how many times? I mean, I went to all press conferences except the Hill one. Um, how many press conferences did I go to and someone asked the question about how did you do it, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the tough situation. Yep. And every answer is almost word for word the same. Yeah. It's a special group of kids. We're a family. <laughs> Not that one. That, that one's fine. I mean, I've heard that one a million times, too, but it's a special <laughs> group of kids. They never get down. Mm-hmm. They never lost trust in each other. It's like a dating profile. Yeah. Family <laughs> friends, like what? Every <laughs> they never get down. They never get down. They just, lost this year. They just you know. once. I like to go. Yeah, we were all. We all thought it was over too. We couldn't. <laughs> Five of them had to go yeah, to the bathroom. Yeah. They were yeah. all <laughs> shitting bricks. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. And the first swear word. There you go. Uh, I got one coming up. Sure. <laughs> I got one no, for sure. I got one for. Someone called. I me did a love, love the line Poshel had about royal family. He's like, "Yeah, I've had a, all of my teams are families, but some of them are very dysfunctional families." It was great. That <laughs> yeah, was that was called out that. That was that was one of the best lines. Yep. That was really good. All right, best games is done. Next up on the list is disappointing teams or teams that left a little bit disappointed. Sure, there are a lot of them. Now, are these <laughs> our disappointments? Who's more disappointed, us or, or the, the team? actual team? I think both. You know what I mean? Um, let's start with. My pick for the state champion. And mine. Your pick for the state champion. Um, O2 Barbecue, the Moorhead Spuds. They had barbecued yeah. uh, mashed potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, famous Dave's. What do you think? I don't know. That was surprising. It was surprising for me in that quarterfinal matchup. They just never looked like they had their edge. They never, like, the thing that I liked about Moorhead, and I, I think you were on the same boat, is they just looked crisp from top to bottom. And they just never, it felt like the puck was just rattling, you know, bouncing off their stick. They were not crisp in that game, and they, were, they weren't they were relentless. And that was the word that they used yeah. about Hill Murray, yeah. and Hill Murray was relentless. Mm-hmm. They were relentless, you know, in game one and game three. Game two, they kind of got taken to them a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. They got two goals. I mean, and, you know, it's the old dreaded two goals, but they the, their two-goal lead actually kind of hurt their Sure. Yeah, because they yeah, went you know. into a trap, kind of just hang on. Well, they just yeah. went into lockdown yeah. mode, you know. Well, you get early. excited that you're up by two goals mm-hmm. in Correct. a state tournament, and yep. you start clock watching. The emotion of it, yeah, yeah for sure. Anyway, on Moorhead, you know, this was my this was my first time seeing them in person. I've watched them online, but I just, they just seemed like you could see this the skill gap on the on the top line. It's you no know, a great hard working group. They're yeah great players, but they're not. Charlie Strobel, they're not Nick Pierre. You could yeah, see I, the speed gap there. There was I, a speed gap. Yeah. There for sure was. There was a speed gap. Uh, that was the difference. But I th- really thought when I saw that team play, I said they're a deep team. Grammar can jump up when needed, and Hodges and Net. It was just like everything about it. Well, the fact that they had three D: Gregoire, Grammar, Gunkel. Those three D, right? That's a great decoy, yeah, that's right? A good and then you got a great, you got a Brimsic finalist. You got a top yeah. line. We thought we had it. I thought I finally had 
this was going to be the year. And yeah. it did turn out it was not. It was just another. This is actually one of the more disappointing Moorhead. I mean, they, they've gotten to the state final so nine times. They've eight, only been eight? in the consolation yeah. bracket. This is their third time since, like, they started going in the 90s. 17 or 18 So that times. has to rank mm-hmm. as a disappointment. Yeah. Uh, it really does. Okay. Um, I've said this from July 1st or whenever the – Ben Steve's Langenbrunner thing came down that if they don't make the state final, it's a disappointing year. I never would say that about 16, 17-year-old kids, if they don't win state, it's a disappointment. I mean, anything no, happens any, in the state final, yeah. right? But they're disappointed, for mm-hmm. sure. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, and for me, it was not necessarily that they lost the state final, but how they lost. Correct. You know, they just never felt like they were really in the game. You know, Correct. Hill was in control from start to finish, and... For but, a Eden Prairie team that had otherwise mostly dictated most of its games, maybe not the whole game the whole, the whole time, but yeah, I'd like to see what their things. record yeah. there was when Jackson Blake got to it. I mean, did they lose? I'm sure they had a tie in there. I felt like they had a tie. Yeah, did they, they lose lost to Blake. Uh, they lost to Blake. Blake yeah. was after. No, that. nope. That was the first game. It was the last game without him. It was okay. Yep. Okay, it was a Saturday. Obviously, yep. It, uh, it just, they, they lost once to Minnetonka. Okay, so they did lose. Yeah. Over, that was over at Tonka, wasn't it? Like yes, I was there. Yeah, that was I was at that one. Yeah. But, no, it was Eden Prairie just all season, they were number one talent-wise, but never established themselves as a number one team, and I think that finally bit them. I agree. Last I agree. night. And Here's another one that I would put in the disappointment category, even though they finished third in state, uh, St. Cloud Cathedral. Yeah. Yeah, this is another situation where it's a team that, you know, maybe the end result isn't, not a disappointment, but just again, how they played in their their decisive game. You know, like yeah. against Germantown, they were just sloppy in their own end. They, you know, they, never, they weren't crisp. They yeah, just it were, never yeah. felt like they had that because you know, they're almost like a lion. They just roar. Yeah, you know, what I mean, they yeah. just never had that roar in that game ever. Yeah. And it, give Hermantown credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it, they were relentless. It, <laughs> it is the kind word of, of the day. It, it's for me. Like I try to see Class A teams uh, like a lot. Because I know that I'll have to watch them at the state tournament. And recently I've been doing Class A stuff at the tournament. Yeah. And so then I'll have to drive all over the place. And that's why I was like, let's drive to East Grand Forks. I'm driving to the MAC a lot in the last yeah. two years. I put a lot of aches in that basket because I saw a lot out of that team that I liked. You're going to go to exchange next year a couple of times, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just what does exchange mean in Little Falls? We'll find that out, sure, next year. I know I'm going. I've never been to exchange. I'll I, be exchange me next neither. year for sure. I, I'm excited to see it. Little Falls Alex next year will be a good game. Yeah, it will. <laughs> be a good game. All right, last uh, disappointing team. Uh, you're the number one seed. You get bounced in the first round. You get a disappointment check next to your name, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they did win, come back and win consolation. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, that's worth something. Sure. So and that's Andover. Andover. Not, yeah. <laughs> not War, War Road. Well, they, War Road. those guys, too. I yeah. think. I mean, your War Road. Here's the thing. Fourth? They, they the only win was over Hutch? They had three yeah. bad games, or you know, all season. Two were against Rozo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what yeah. it comes down to. Correct. And, and it's you can't maintain that level. All the way through. It's just so hard. And my, I guess my comment on Ward is, I think they, they, they were who they were, so, you know, yeah, they were going to rely on two star players to do a lot of work, and you know, and they had a game against Matamidi where, one, you know, the, the, well, pitching too much, they weren't having any luck, and it's just sort of... 
It, I, I, I talked yeah. about it, I think, in our in our post games, and we talked about them a couple of times. They're kind of like Mike Tyson. Yeah. You know, they'll, yeah. he, they'll come and knock you out in the first round. Yep. If they don't knock you out in the first round, mm-hmm. they're gonna it, things are gonna get sideways. Yeah, and so they didn't they didn't knock out. They didn't knock out Matamida in the first round. Minnehaha? Yeah, Minnehaha. Mansfield? They didn't knock him out in the first round. They did not. Yeah. Uh, actually, they gave up goals, mm-hmm. right, which is troublesome. And they didn't get good goaltending. Foster's been a great goalie all year. Yeah. And he'll be the first to win it. There was one that literally went off the glove, dribbled off his yeah. back and in the net. Yeah. That's not Foster. No. That is no. not him. Mm-hmm. So they just, it just, the pieces did not come into play. And, and they needed stuff to align. When you're yep. relying on a top line to take you places, you need stars to align. Yep. You need, we saw it with Grand Rapids when they won. Stefan scored like the game winning <laughs> yep. goal. Right. Who? You, who? You were like, yeah. I'm like looking at the sheets. <laughs> like, who's Connor Stefan? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it, but know. that's kind of one of those things. You need that it to happen. It started to fall into play. When yeah. that happened, we were all looking at each other, and they're like, oh, what did this just happen? Yeah. And, and that's they just know, won. This is happening. Yeah. Yes. This is happening. It was cool. That but was really cool. Andover, before you move yeah. on, Andover was just, it, they never had it against St. Thomas. And that just, yeah, it just never were there. And, and we'll talk about it in a little bit with a couple things on Andover. Yeah. You, the first time teams, yep, it's exactly. hard. It is very hard. I don't know why, you know, because we'll get to it later in the in the show. We get to talk about weird stuff about the rink. Mm-hmm. That weird stuff about the rink is kind of like what makes it hard to win your first time there as a coach, yeah. a staff, and as a team. Yep. Uh, to say nothing of the pressure or anything like that. Yeah. Right, right. Well, okay, so that's the one thing, but they don't have... Their best player is Wyatt Kaiser. Mm-hmm. And why it's not a take it to the house, dunk no, it on no, you guy, yeah. right? He's just, just shut not, it down. He's he's great. Though. Great hockey player, but they again, they didn't get their best goaltending performance either. They're no. a lot yeah. like Warroad. Yeah. Warroad and Andover had very similar defeats. Yeah. You know, they lost mm-hmm. to an inferior team uh, in a game they would win eight times out of ten, well, yeah. this was one of their losses. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And the other thing on Andover, which we mentioned several times going into this, that they hadn't played a competitive game in a month. No. And then now you're getting thrown in against a very disciplined quality St. Thomas team that knows exactly what it's doing. Well, and game it's, plan. It's, that, it's devoted. Hard. Devoted yeah. to a system. Mm-hmm. Devoted. St. Thomas Academy winning a state tournament game last year, I think gave them confidence this year. And... Uh, they played in the night game last year. They know, like, there's something about going to the tournament. Yeah, and knowing what to expect, knowing the banquet is in this night, knowing, yes. you know, you're going into a hotel. You know, just it, all those things, it makes a difference. All right, we've done what we're done. Now we've gone from the disappointments. Now we're going to the players that we kind of jumped out at us. So we had a, had a great tournament, or we're our favorite players or the best players. Danny, you'll get, you get one. One. You get one. You can't take Jackson Hallam. You're going to have to take your first pick. <laughs> okay. Well, first off, Jackson Hallam. No. Don't moving on. Jackson Okay. You, you don't get Jackson Hallam. You can't have um, Joey Miller. Okay. So Joey Miller's your guy. Yes. Um, he, he was just, he led that top line. And he was just, he was so creative out there. That was what was fun is he was just, he was doing things that you weren't expecting. And then like just anytime he touched the puck, he was a player that touched the puck. The whole tournament, like, just gasped, like, yeah, <gasps> yeah. oh, something. So I got a call yesterday from a friend who I don't hear from that often. He's like, 
So I picked it up. I'm like, hey, what's going on? You know, I thought something was serious. He goes, I just got to ask you one question. I'm like, what's that? He goes, when Joey Miller walked Luke Middlestat, what did you do? It's like your two favorite <laughs> players of all time. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I just, and he basically hung up after that. It was like, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, well, it was interesting. But it was a fascinating thing to watch him do what he did to Middlestat, what he did in this tournament. It yeah. was definitely a, a coming out party if you didn't know who he was. Yeah, and he had a great section final, and he just carried over that momentum. And a great semifinal as well. It, it was fun to see him stand up on a big stage and – it was really cool. It's one of those things two, three years ago when he committed. He was probably 5'3", 117 pounds. Nobody knew why. People were like, why would the golfers take him? You know, like, too early recruitment. I'm like, just watch him. He Ever since he was a scorer, he would just take over a game. And when you can take over a game when you're that small, just imagine when you grow into a body, just like Jackson Blake showed this week. He was smaller. Jackson Blake was smaller than Joe Miller mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. And he showed... We'll get more into that later, but he showed why he's a great player too. So, uh, Carl, who do you got? Your favorite player in the tournament, best player? Uh, I get to give a shout out to Ben Dardis, who is <laughs> the star of the show Dardar. in the Class A championship. Maybe Dardar was awesome. Yep, just on fire. And 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 I remember going back last year to when they lost, you know, in dramatic fashion to Greenway, and Dardis just on on the ice crying, you know, a total yeah. mess. And then this is redemption for him. Yeah, I, I Darty's played for me and in, in my teams, and the the kid who never says a word shows up for <laughs> practice early. He's a triplet, so he's got a kind of an odd family dynamic where his brothers didn't make the team and mm-hmm. make the team. And yeah, he he's a fantastic kid. Uh, we interviewed him last yeah, year. Great, and, you know it's funny. Uh, we Peter and I got just doused it on Twitter about, you know, jumping on the Dartist bandwagon. I'm like, dude, do your research before you doused us on, yeah. on knowing kids for long periods of time. So my history goes back with Ben five years, and I couldn't be happier yeah. to see him win a state title after, especially with that Greenway mm-hmm. loss last year. Yeah, and I'm going to make a comment just about the goalies in the state tournament, too, and I feel like you know, maybe you only get five, one. ten years you ago. You get one, Carl. You, yeah. you can't take all the goalies. There's, no, I'm this is just a there's thirty two the goal, there's thirty two goalies higher in the level comment Tony higher level <laughs> comment uh, you know five to ten years ago I felt like you could a lot of teams won state championships with goalies who are just out there not to lose it you know we had Andrew Ford and EP some of those Edina goalies you know they were you, did, you didn't need a great goalie you could you, <laughs> could you could get by but you start looking at the past few years you have you know Dardis performance this Glock get Glockner was top state goalie state, state school elite and Loudon Hogue had a game of his life in the state championship game last year yeah he so did it's like Goaltending, I and not that he won, but more Michael, important. I don't Michael know. But Bitzer, yeah. Michael Bitzer was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I, it was. It's kind of cool with Dardis though. Like the whole team just kind of makes fun of him. <laughs> like he is like the punching bag on the team, and they all love him. Like oh, yeah. he came in late to the press conference because he was taking off his pads, and then like he tripped. <laughs> Even Bochel was like, "Watch out, Darty!" <laughs> it was just so Move the trophy, Darty. Yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ruined Tony's shot. Yeah, <laughs> I know I couldn't get it. Did you see? It? it was just cool. I don't know if you picked up on it. Did you see his one of his triplet brothers, Grant, who's on the mm-hmm. team? They're all look exactly oh, yeah. like. Did you see them? Yes. Okay, you saw yes. it. If they're not I, identical, like, they are. They are yeah. There's no such thing as identical, identical triplets. triplets. There is with these guys. It's crazy. They have the same hair. It's like, crazy. get a different haircut. Help me out here. Crazy. Like, Dart is suited up in weird pads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, and now he's playing D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So versatile. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. 
Um, and then my uh, favorite player, and, and, and you'd have to be, you know, blind at, to not see how Charlie Strobel just took over this tournament. You know, oh, yeah. From start mm-hmm. to finish. It was fantastic. I have another special moment that comes up later in the show, but he was fantastic and couldn't happen to a nicer kid. And know. I think Lechner said in one of the press conferences, he's the heart and soul of our team. Mm-hmm. And he's been he's the, the heart. heart. He, he said, yeah. He has been for the last two, three years. I mean, I've watched that team, and he's the player that, you know, they expect to score the big goal. It's not Pierre. It's Strobel in a lot of ways. And so it's... And he did. I mean, remember yeah. that uh, was one of the White Bear games where he came up big. and Yeah. <laughs> he, he's been an exciting player to watch just because it's like you forget that Strobel Strobel's out there, but like anytime, like I type in Charlie into my phone, it just goes Strobel. And it has the last three years, and it's like, why is it saying Strobel? And it then knows. It's like, it oh, just whoa, knows. yeah. The phone knows. The right? phone knows. You know, it's funny. You know, his uncle Mark is the assistant head coach at Wisconsin, and who's recruited Pierre and God about it. It's just, it's a mystery when when he'll get his yeah. official scholarship offer to the Badgers. Well, his dad played there. Well, obviously, and his yeah. dad played there, but it just yeah. it, it it just did like okay. Well, when's the offer coming? I mean, I should probably text Mark today, and you know, will it be yeah. before six o'clock tonight or yeah. before dinner on Monday? We're Come gonna on, see let's a tweet. go. <laughs> if you if you do it on that stage, you can do it at at uh, I almost said Camp Randall. <laughs> <laughs> <Cole> <laughs> <Center>. Playing an <laughs> outdoor game <laughs> at the Cole Center. So, all right, let's check that list. Our, our best players. So, what's the next list on our best moments? Hmm. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? I have uh, – I got one on here. We can chat about this one, the Matamidi Trainer. Oh, yeah. Let's go with that one. Like, like this is the kind of stuff that makes the tournament so awesome. You know, Matamidi wins their first ever state title. All these great things are happening. You get the Dartist, two of the Dartist triplets, and all the great stuff. Hagstrom wins. And then the Matamidi Trainer – the look on her face when they when the puck went in and, the, and they panned yeah. the deal and she's got her her arms over her head and she makes spitting chiclets and she makes ESPN and like she never seen a state tournament. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that was that make the tournament fantastic. And, and some fun backstory on her. I think we mentioned this during the yes. season, but so Danny and I were at the Matabidi Orono game. Which um, Midai player gets hurt, and so she you know, is checking him out, and she you know, tells Poshal he can't go back in. He's going through concussion protocol or whatever, and Poshal is angry. He's yelling at her. They're, they're fighting on the bench there. She's telling him, "No, you can't." Slam the yeah. door on her. Yeah, yeah slam the door. Surprise! She even made it to the state right, tournament. Yeah. Right? She's lucky yeah. she should be there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm guessing they're friends again now. Yeah, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about uh, the no comment no in. Comment. The, uh, no comment at the press conference. Have we been? We've been to a lot of press conferences over the years. Have we ever had a player say no comment to a question that was fairly benign? Wasn't yep. it? Yep. Yeah. I mean, Ben Steve's got the same one and had this. Yeah. No what's it like? The, flowing can we say then, what the question was? Sure. What's yeah. it like playing in the state tournament of coming from out of state? Mm-hmm. No comment. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was weird. what. It just, it was weird. It was weird. Maybe shed light on something that otherwise would not have had any light on it. Correct, correct. All you need to say is, it's amazing. There's a ton of people here. I'm so, like, I'm in awe. I love Minnesota. Like, yes. Like, just, like, check off all the boxes. Mall America's great. Cherry and the Spoon is awesome. Like, <laughs> like love me a meat raffle and some pull tabs. Yeah, and I'm going to the State Fair this summer. Like, <laughs> that's all you need to say, not, no comment. It was just weird. 
Were there other players thinking about press conferences? Any players jump out of you or any moments jump out of you that were shined or didn't shine in the press conferences? I don't know. It was just we, we saw some kids really, like, we saw who they were yeah. in some of these press conferences. And that, that was really cool. You know, the, uh, a lot of them just, you know, it was cool to see, like, you'll talk about Strobel just and God about mm-hmm. They were just, you know, they were humble. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was just like they knew what it meant to be on that stage, and it, they just knew the history behind it and all that stuff, and it was really cool. So we'll just stick to the uh, – we'll stay on the uh, Hill-Murray train here. You, you you alluded to it. I alluded to it earlier. Uh, Charlie Strobel is Mike Strobel, his dad. Uh, I've known Mike for a long time. I've never talked at great length with Charlie Strobel at any given time. He gets up there on Friday night and he starts talking. I'm like, it. I, I mean, I looked at Carl. Carl's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I'm seeing a ghost." Yeah, here. Tony starts making noises. I'm like, "I'm yeah, like, what, what, what is what's going wrong?" On? This <laughs> looks just. It looks just like Mike. He talks just like Mike. It's Mike Strobel when Mike Strobel was 18 years old. I called a couple of friends later. And I'm like, "Did you notice?" He's, "Oh yeah." He and it's just evolved in the last two years. He's just turned into Mini Mike. So <laughs> I thought that was neat, and I thought it was cool to to ask the question. What's it? Ask Charlie and Dylan what it's like to play in a state tournament. Yeah, uh, that their dads won in 1991 and they were like this is it means even more to us that we were able to walk in our parents footsteps and and win a state title so um one of my favorite moments of the press conferences so jace frederick of the pioneer press asked, who doesn't listen to our show by the way asked um <laughs> asked bill lechner so you've lost um how many first round games was it two or three and lechner just goes Thanks, Jace. Thanks <laughs> for bringing that up. Yeah. And, and it happened twice, too. Yeah, just yeah. Like, <laughs> he just had Thanks, a Jace. Yep. Thanks, Jace. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> it was just classic. It's just. I learned my lesson. I'm never asking that one again. Yeah. I asked Pat Andrews the same thing about <laughs> losing to Alex. And it was super awkward. I'm like, I'm like, why would I do that? I mean, Pat's a real good friend of mine. And I'm a big supporter, obviously, of Hermantown Clearly. Hockey on this show. Yeah. But I did want to know from Pat. I'm like, what's it? You know, how are you going to prepare yourself? You lost in a section semifinal yeah. to Alex how are you going to prepare yourself differently and I wanted to know that and I didn't really get the answer I wanted I didn't really I'm not regret even asking that question yeah I think there's a time and place for yeah. like you to ask that question off camera off right? camera yeah. I, I, I think I'm like ah but it was at the time it felt like the right thing to ask and that, you're never going to get the answer you want. That's that's why I get upset with it because it's like, Jace, what are you looking for? <laughs> like, what's the quote that you Correct. need? <laughs> like, do you want like them to say like, oh yeah, those you know stunk that you know like we lost and now it feels awesome and this is amazing. Yeah, this is super cool. Like, and no, that, like you're quote, never going to hear and that. That quote really doesn't do well when you write it. I've written that quote mm-hmm. so many times when I write gamers and like it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's a lame quote when I get it. Yeah, it, yeah. and it doesn't it's a mean factoid anything. you slip in an article, not something that needs to be a quote. Right. Yeah, it's like they lost and now they won and they're happy. Cool. Uh, we cannot forget uh, the, the the press conference last night with uh, the coach Schaffhauser. Go through that. What happened there? Wounds and Carl. Sure. So 
<coughs> um, first off, it started out with Dave Levake, you know, from Chasing Star Down Harry. Yeah, Harry is the the media handler person yep. from the state He's high school the best. league. Yeah, Harry's awesome, and but he, um, you know, we're, as we're sitting down waiting for the players to come out, you know, Dave says, "Can I get Schaffhauser?" And I don't think we've ever had an assistant coach be asked for. Sometimes they come in out of their own accord, but yeah, but well, be, yeah, be, be we had in. Ranheim in the press conference. Yeah, that too. Lee. Lee Smith was not feeling well. Yeah, which was. Really? Yeah. yeah. And so then... Uh, it so was, It was very quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Dave ran after Harry saying, yeah. I want Schaffhauser because their top defenseman is out. Mm-hmm. And yep. so I, he's the D coach. I need to ask that question. And yep. so they bring him in. But then, of course, you know, there's this little dais on the front of the, the room. and Yeah, there's a platform. Have, yeah, you have to get and it. He's obviously in a wheelchair. So, yep. so what, what he had to do was have Lechner and Fleischacker and Strobel lift him up. And, and Harry. Some <laughs> idiot. Well, I'm not sure how much help Harry was, as much as we love Harry. But yeah, <laughs> they but got, yeah they that was super there, special. Which was, which was just great. Yeah. And, and Schaff gave really good answers up there, too. <laughs> he's a great guy. Oh, yeah. My favorite is, and I don't, I have like three or four different pictures of this where Schaff and and Leck Leck always sits with yes he always sits with Schaff uh, for every national anthem. national anthem I was gonna mm-hmm. so you anybody, stole this take sorry <laughs> but yeah I love that it's so cool that he sits with him um, and it's not disrespectful to the flag so anybody who says well oh, you kneel for the flag no, no this is this is respect for Schaff and what he's been through and what he's done for. Hill Murray hockey. And, and he things like symbolizes that. what their program is and all things about. Things like that out of Schaffhaus or out of Lechner are exactly why, you know, private school stuff, whatever, I find it absolutely impossible to dislike Hill Murray and always have. Oh, yeah. Because that's first the, class. The, the, the ship that Bill runs is it's the best in the state, in my opinion. Oh, and Scribe before him was even better. He was the best, too, Terry Scribe. Yeah. He's one of the great names in high school hockey. Kind of under thought of, mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about some of the stuff he did from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And, and I don't know. That's like you just said, Carl. That's kind of the cool parts of Hill that we got to see yep. this year uh, again, and we haven't seen in over ten years. All right, moving on to news of the weird. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens at a state tournament, and weird things that we've noticed as we're watching this. You know, we yep. were there for four days, so it's like, okay, Too what do we find? What do we find out here? So, uh, do you want to talk about the the arena? It's, let's talk about sure. the arena. Yeah. Right? I, so how many goals that went off the boards and then off a goaltender and in? I mean, Tommy Aiken's best save was like a puck that, you know, flipped over. Just like it was – the stanchions were very active. Like it felt like the stanchions were like a half an inch to like an inch. And so every time the puck wrapped around, it bounced weird. Does it, does it happen in the wild games that much? I have no idea. It doesn't seem that like it. No I don't hockey. watch the wild, yeah. so I, I watch don't know. enough where it doesn't come rimming out. And it, it, it just felt like and it was... And the players shoot the puck harder in the NHL, so it yeah. bounce even more. Yeah, it just really felt like they were playing on an air hockey Or they were playing table. with a different puck or mm-hmm. something. It was something. juiced. Something was juiced. It, yeah, the, the pucks were juiced. Well, and were the there, other... There was no cougar juice in there, though. <laughs> the, the, one of the yeah, other things... Tony, that, just went away very quickly. <laughs> that Zach mentioned on our when we were calling the game yesterday, the NHL goal line is actually closer to the um, the boards, yep. so it even creates more bounce, more crazy. It, it's like a foot or two feet closer, yep. and you can see it. You can totally see it, it. especially mm-hmm. the higher you get. When you can those see kids it. go behind the net, there's nothing there. There's nothing there, and, and you think it's kind of funny. And then I followed up with that. Eden Prairie and Blake had a. Playing an Olympic size ice, 
and like the worst Olympic sized rink in the state, yeah. you know, and then go to this like a bandy rink. It mm-hmm. really is to go over to you know the X and have no time and space behind the net. Are right, we had a lot of issues with the rink? The lighting, it's it's, it's a weird place to play. If you've never played there. Especially yeah. in Class A when there's a lot of green seats available mm-hmm. when the puck goes up in the air. You, you can't cannot see lost. it. Lost. And you definitely yeah. saw that. You see those people staring up in the air looking for the you know, the pop fly. That well, the, how many times the did the pop fly land, Carl, yeah. and nobody knew where it right. was? Yeah. I mean, like, I go to enough games, I never see that. Well, I think the game has changed, too. Kids are flipping the puck in the mm-hmm. air now. They're glass, hitting it off the glass now. There's just a lot more. The puck is higher now than it's ever been. Well, and I would flip the puck high, too, if I was playing at the X. It's like, why ice the puck when you can flip it 200 feet in the air? Yeah, it's, it's just like, it's, it's a great strategy, actually. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I want to talk about this is my personal rant. I know you guys kind of jumped on this a little bit. The Nets. Okay, so this is a state yeah. championship. This is the greatest amateur hockey tournament in the world, right? It is. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's Except for World Juniors, possible. Mm, poss- yeah, World Juniors. But- how many fans go to a World Juniors game? World yeah. Juniors games in certain cities don't draw like this. Sorry, I, I just had to say that. Just I agree. I'm with World you. Juniors is or even the World Championships yeah. are, are yeah. big, especially yeah. in Europe. They're yeah. huge yeah. in Europe. And like it's like Hasselhoff big. I mean, they're huge <laughs> in Europe, right? Like, I wasn't expecting that illusion. But, okay. but the Nets. <laughs> but the Nets. I'm okay. see this now, Tony. The Wild have practice Nets, right? Yeah. And then the Wild have game Nets. Yes. They did not bring out their game nets for the state tournament for any of the games. Mm-hmm. That's disappointing. Like, bring out that bright white net. Yeah. Nope. They had the dirty practice Gross nets out there. It, that's and, a that's a boom roast. And how many of those are like a net? What does it cost? Like two hundred bucks? I, right. The, 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 the actual net's about two thousand dollars, but the netting is like seven hundred. Yeah. Just and about a half a day to re-net it. So. This isn't a lot of work. It's There's a lot of staff at the XL Energy Center. So yeah. much staff. Can we talk about staff? <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about staff? Oh, you mean the unnecessary yeah, staff? Just, there's, there's a lot of unnecessary so staff. so many people who just, like, what is your job? At the, uh, at the state yeah. tournament? Yes. 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 Yeah. There's and, security and, there that don't secure anything. No. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, the copier lady. You want right. to talk about the copier lady? This is the all-time yeah, greatest. T- t- so totally this is something that we only know because we're spending time up in the press box. Yeah. So. There's a copier lady there. They're literally a technician in case the copier goes down. She sits next to the copier. That is her only job. Her only job is to stand next to the copier. Can't leave. They don't make copies. Yeah, there's well, a copy of nothing. There's, the copy machine does not even run, and there's a person sitting next to the copy machine in case it goes down. Yep. But, like, there's some really yeah, just say, awesome people. Some absolutely phenomenal that people. That we, we see with. every year that are oh, awesome. Oh, Harry's. Harry is, Harry's, Harry's one of them. Julie. Julie is one of them at the door. Yep. She is awesome. Yep. Fran on the elevator is the best. You yep. know what I love? Uh, Greg Shepard's a friend of mine. He's longtime head of officials for WCHA. He's one of the gold judges who's on running the TV. Sure. Maybe it's because I have a friendship with him. It's super cool. After the game, I can go up and talk about what you see. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Like, yeah, yeah this is what we saw. This is what I did. And I'm like, I know. that's super cool that they're they're very accessible and not you know 
pricks about it. I know. Really cool. Everyone seems to be pretty accessible and and fun to work with uh, on the staff at the high school league and they're all the officials and stuff like that. So, (laughs) yeah. But some of it's just complete overkill. Why are you here? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) This is a job program. We have on my list, I have on my list here for weird stuff, the Andover fans. Where were they? I don't. I never want to hear them complain about driving to Duluth again. Like yeah, that was <laughs> they had more in Duluth for the section final. There were more fans there it, than I, there was. I don't get it when you're in the number one seed, right? Yeah. I just don't get why they weren't there. I we haven't heard an explanation. Yeah, we, we I, tried to give them the benefit of the doubt. We looked up to see if they were on spring break. They weren't. I, they weren't. I just want to know. Why? You know, yeah. if it's an, I will say I'm Usually sorry. First timers are right. Yeah, everyone should be excited. crazy. Yeah, They've never been there. And, and for boys, if we hear a rational explanation, like they were on lockdown at the school, why didn't you there was hear a quarantine? About- <laughs> yeah. there, was like, there was a coronavirus <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> like, why didn't you Did know you that? Find, was that on the website? <laughs> I just didn't see it. No, no, but have it like, up here. It, it just, that's weird type of thing. I don't know. You would think that they would have brought more people than 20. I mean, when the parents are the loudest people cheering for your school and you're not a small town, that's weird. It was weird. Uh, section 222, any comments on the rogue student section? Best rogue student section of the, the In year. recent years, yeah. yeah. I have to go back to the golden years of 216 to find a Yes. Yeah. So that was its equal. It, and here's the thing is they weren't rude. They were just... Porky. Okay. And you saw how they made their exit last night, too. No, I didn't. Okay. I was I heard. AEP. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they walked out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. of all, you know, rogue student sections, they were a good rogue there, there, there was, I will say, say their was, banter with STA was some was of variety. the variety. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, I'm not going to say creativity, but there was variety. Yeah. Right. We like boys. Right. So do we. Yeah. Sh- take your pants off. Like, it was just weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go strange, first? Strange place. Show me yours first. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> what? What? Going what? What's going on here? I will say this. I couldn't even repeat it on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. It was for, just for this weekend. But for Twitter, I'm like, eh, I'm not going there. Um, I will say, SCA's student section. They when were that, solid. They were solid. Banging on the chairs was a new play. <laughs> that was really kind of cool. And then Matamidi started doing it the next day, too. So people picked up they were good. Yep. You could tell that they were kind of getting in Remy's head. Just no, a, no. Well, just because they were not in. Come on, nice try, Danny. No. Can we go back and we rewind that? No, yep. just do you want that one back? He, no, they I were don't. Not getting in his head. No, nope. no. Nope. You're sticking with they, they got in his head. I'll stick with that. Remy's nervous when they chance. No, no, just banging on the seats right behind them. Oh no, that's weird. I thought it was good, but that wouldn't get in his head. Go too far, on. Danny. Too far. Uh, here's one for you. This is fun. This is more for us and not for, and who cares? The listeners won't care, but this is for us. <laughs> but we do it anyway. So Dave Wright and Jim Carroll do a fine job uh, announcing the goals and the times mm-hmm. and the assists. But some dude, I don't even know who this guy is. It's part of the protocol in the press. Another press- employee with a employee useless with job completely <laughs> useless job they'll the jim carroll will, will say his announcement yep player a from player b at this time on power mm-hmm. play or even strength and literally eight seconds later someone in the press conference press conference area repeats it and it's, it's super loud exact same thing and sometimes yeah. they're talking over each other yeah, yes and you can hear this if, if it's a quiet if, if it's, it's a quiet you can hear it you sitting can down hear it in the, in the 100 from the ice yeah. Yeah. yeah i've heard it on ice yeah. like scoring for 
Saint Murray. Oh. He doesn't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's terrible. What did he call Kai Stansbury? He called Stansbury. He Stansbury. Mac Motzko was Matt Mazzacco. Mazzacco. It's like Frank's kid. Did you know? It was like, what? What? We don't know the gopher head coach. We can see it on TV who scored. We can hear the PA guy who scored. You're adding nothing. Yeah, the TVs are on a 10 second delay. So we can see it again. And I can see four replays of the goal. Yeah. So no. I got it. I know who scored. I don't need it. It's fine. There's and it, and it's on the hockey hub like eight seconds later. Well, so somebody I, I tweeted need it. To go back. I yeah. got it. I understand who did it. Okay. Um, and then a couple misspellings on the Mister Hockey Awards or the spellings. Just in general was weird. They spl- spelled the Slukinski wrong. They did fix that. Eventually. They never yeah. got Boltman right, which was good because he's from Edina. And he probably so wasn't he at probably the tournament. He probably deserved it, and they yeah, weren't there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, kidding. We're fine with that one. No. But they did leave out the second N in Boltman. And and then the UMD one is yeah, just Yeah, they're just calling odd. UMD Duluth. Yeah, that's not right. Not University of Minnesota Duluth, not so, UMD, so but when just the, Duluth. So where the Gopher commits Twin Cities? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it just said... Uh, Scott's recruit Madison. Yeah, it just just, <laughs> it's just city. weird. It was weird. Um, and then this is a fun one. I, we had a good laugh at this one at, uh, prior to the show. We'll see if it comes off as well. If you're going to put an ad up on the, the the board, like for sport court, you're going to spend thousands of dollars on lighting. Oh Do yourself a favor. And this is my ad critique. It's sport court. Had an ad on our thing, right? Well, let me just set the scene. It's a backyard at a house that's probably a $10 million house. Yeah. So now you're nice. basically telling anyone who is a less than $10 million house, hey, you, Blake Paris. you don't have a chance of affording this, <laughs> right? Blake parents probably don't have enough room to put that in their yards. So right. Yeah. Okay. So, you, okay, well, we can't afford that because I don't have a $10 million house. Yeah. Right? That's the first thing. And then they chose actors with absolutely no athletic ability. <laughs> they chose the Carl and Danny of the acting world. Yes. <laughs> and they can't even hold a hockey stick when they're playing street hockey. Yeah, they're like, traveling they're shooting, with shooting, the basketball. Or shooting their volleyball through the basketball hoop. And, and then, then they had the multi-Asian looking. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. it was yeah. Yeah. the most insulting the, ad I've ever seen in my life. The best was like the girl slams down the volleyball as a spike and clearly just hits the net and celebrates since like, well, that's a fault. Yeah. Like, no, this <laughs> bad. Danny, the whole thing. This is was, why we play. This was, is why we play, though, Tony. so bad. It, so bad. It, we just have the same commercials year after year mm-hmm. after year after year. Awful. I mean, this is why we, we play. play. And, I and, play here's, fail. and here's what I uh. keep going. Like, these ads are what take away from the bands. The bands can't play between whistles. Bands can't play. Be, uh, the, t- the bands should get it. But yeah. get a performance between the whistles. Nope, we got to watch this is depression why we... ads. We got to vaping, vaping ads. PSAs, vaping PSAs. Oh, I want to no. vape now, literally. <laughs> I kind of feel you. So bad, I got to at least try this shit. Yeah. You know? Oop, second swear word. But but here's the thing, like like we discussed before the show, like did they tell these kids that were on the vape ad, like that you're gonna be shown in in front of like twenty thousand people? Each no idea. Those kids had no clue when they got roped into that. (laughs) They're showing up to school tomorrow. Like, Grace, did you see yourself? No. What? What's going on? Oh, Grace, you got caught vaping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you uh, think this show was juicy, it just gets juicier now. All right, this is the fun part. Okay, so that was our tourney wrap. Yep. And now we're going to talk about next year, and this is where it gets fun. You know, we had. 
I think it was eight Minnesotans. Uh, Chesley was on there. Cruz Lucius was on there. So they won't be in this discussion. But the rest were Minnesota high school players for the NTDP and trial. Flemings. Maddox was, Fleming. And Fleming was like, yeah, Maddox sorry. Fleming's left to Maddox out too. Uh, so those guys aren't going to be in this discussion. But there's some kids from Minnesota got invited to the NTDP tryout. That doesn't mean they got invited to the team. They yep. still try out with other 40 kids. So they're going to be in this discussion. Plus, you got a bunch of juniors that will be seniors next sophomores and juniors that will be drafted uh, by USHL teams. It will dictate a lot what we'll see next year. So we're going to make little predictions as to what color they'll be. Be very clear on the colors here. Red means we think they're staying. Stop. Right? Stop. They're staying right here. Yellow means they're 50-50. Caution. Right? And green means they gone. Go. We think they're gone. We think by we've been given indications through discussions at the rink or history or program. You, you know, like hobnobbing you, with people. Talking? We hobnob a little, um, but <laughs> this is only our projection. It doesn't mean it's official until it's official. And it, it, we could call a kid red, and he turns in green tomorrow. It just this is. What and we I think, think we did that with right Johnny now. Myers last year. We probably had Johnny as green. green. Yeah. And he stayed. So it yeah. can go either way. It happens. It definitely happens. So are we ready? Section by section. All right. We're starting in the ones. Yeah, I'll starting at one double A, so we'll just start with a generic Lake Lakeville South shout. So we've got Kate Aaronhold, it's got some lid keys. I anyone don't think there anyone, can lose. I yeah. think they're about as same color as their jerseys. Well you <laughs> have to remember like Aaron Holtz uh, plays football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so you, you he can't leave because foot, he's a very good football player. He has to be. <laughs> when you're 6'3 and 209. Kid's a stud. <laughs> very nice kid. We met him, oh, too. really nice Super kid. nice kid. Okay. Don't really see anyone else from a prominent 1AA program being a candidate. 1A, I think Leighton Lifrig would have options next year. Yep. But I think due to Hockey Day and how cool that is for their city and their program. For Mankato East. Yep. Yes. How about Brody Lamb from Dodge County? You know, we talked about this before we turned the, the record button on. I think Brody Lamb, it's weird how one player can dictate so many different lives in, 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 in one area. There are a lot of kids from Rochester who, who, may would, who may consider going to Dodge County leaving a Rochester public school or private school to play mm-hmm. on a team that's a virtual lock to go to state next year. I mean, I think they're way better than anything in Mankato or Faribault. That's the best team in the state in that section next year. Um, he can bring in players if he stays. Uh, right now, I'm going him as a red. Okay. And I think that the next two years, Dodge County will be fun. Has Dodge County ever made it? They're a, nope. they're a non-attender, nope. right? Nope. That's no. exciting, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see the Wildcats. Wildcats! All right, next. Uh, let's move to, up to 2AA. Uh, Jimmy Snuggerud. I would think that uh, I'll be the first to say it. I think he's a green. I think he's going to go to the NTTDP, and I think the minute he makes that team later this month, I think his dad will resign as the Chaska coach. Juicy. Yeah. I, so that's why you listen to this show. He was one of the uh, – But I think I've, if Jimmy stays, which I think he's – you know, it's his choice. I think he might stay. I think there's a good chance he stays um, after he sees what what's it all entails playing for the national team. He could stay, and I think Dave will stay as the coach. Yeah, and it's a very big argument to go to NDP. Uh, yes, just because there's a lot. ND, uh, and well, there's a lot NDP. there. Yeah, there's a lot there. That's for sure. And it's it's cool. It's a major commitment, but it's a, there's for risk and reward. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, let's go to Eden Prairie now. Max so. Burkholder, too. I think he's a stay. Sure. 
For, uh, for, for Chaska. Yep, yeah. I think he's a, a red. Very. Right. Start with Luke Middlestout. Red. red. Unless history tells me differently, he's red. Mm-hmm. I mean, Langan Brunner. A, a track record, yep. Runner, yes. I would say he's yellow. Yeah. And when you Just because once you've proven you can move, we'll get to Galatz later. Once you've proven, proven you, can you can move, move. you can move. It. You're more likely to move, but I would say he would stay. I mean, I think they're going to be in our – if you stick around for the rest of the show, you'll hear that they're one of the top two or three teams, maybe the top team in our preseason top ten for next year. Yep. Why would you leave? Yeah. Why would you leave when you're, like, a game away? Yeah. And you got something already crew, committed. Right? Yeah. Already yeah. committed. Yeah. I would say I would say yellow because he's he's moved, but I would say I would say red. I've never understood already committed and leaving when you have something, you know, to a good team. And, yeah, and you have a good team. I've never understood that. Unless they really want you to, yeah. Again, don't understand it. Well, look at look at um what's the kid's name playing for the magicians from Hill Murray? I wonder if he's got any regrets. Um oh, Brett uh, Oberly. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You think he wants it back? He took the ring off his finger. Yeah. There's probably I a kid, kid on Blake that wants it back, too. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. What could have been? Yeah. We could have a, do a whole segment on what could have been. Yeah, we were talking about this. The, what could, the, what we do a what could have been show. So the what could have been, and then oh, the wow. uh, what was the other one them. that we had, Tony? The other thing that we... We're too good? They're too good, yep. Carl. They're too <laughs> good. They're too good. I don't need you. You're Bye. too good. Yep. There were players that played at certain schools. They were too good. They left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not... They just weren't getting enough ice <laughs> they, were, they were too good. Like, they were we too good, so they went somewhere else. Where and, they could shine. Yeah. Too good. All right. Keep going. All right. Uh, we go through all the Jackson kids. Blake. Jackson Blake's red. Holt's red, red. Batch is red. red. Until I hear differently, they're red. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to go to Pirate Lake, Tony's favorite team. What uh, Will Schumacher? Um, he didn't get the invite, which I thought was surprising. He's one of the best old fours in the state. I think he's better than some of the kids on that list who got invited. Um, you can't take them all. They usually get Minnesota usually gets eight to ten with the Shattuck kids like Chesley and Fleming and those guys. Uh, it's hard to get on that list. I mean, they oh, yeah. watch a lot more. Uh, they watch a lot more tier one hockey than they do watch Minnesota high school hockey. Mm-hmm. I would, just I don't blame them either. They're they're all right there. So I would be curious to um, see historically how that l- list of invites. What do you mean? To see like over the past maybe like ten to twenty years. Yeah. How ooh, the kids that have been invited and, and have turned down, the turned down, or well, Jack what, Smith's a turned down. You know, you get what I mean. Luke like Middlesex, a turned down. Just Brink because a turned down. Yeah, I I think that would be a cool list. Like you turned down, and how successful you became as yeah. a result of turning them down, or not yes. successful. That that'd be kind of cool too. It, it's not very well documented. It's more like no. back room, but everybody knows that Luke Middlesex turned them down. Yeah, it, it's more. I want to see the invites of the last twenty years, right? Yes, just because it, it's interest. It's an elite prospects rabbit hole yeah you know, type of I'm, thing. i've been an evaluator for those guys for a few years going back to 99 and the the turndowns and and just that's all i can do is document to 97 yeah. who got two turned down so i don't have enough data yet you know you, you get what i'm right talking right birth year 97 yes not, not, yes. yes 1997 right <laughs> yeah. sorry yeah. <laughs> i'm older than literally you think. <laughs> literally as of uh march 15th to 
to November 1st, I talk only in birth year terms. So switching back to grad year, yeah, uh, it's tricky going back and forth. So I'm used to talking that birth year stuff. I don't know. It was just one of those things. To be kind I of agree. Cool. All right, keep going. This is a fun okay. session. I love this. Jackson Hallam. He's no, staying. He's staying. What was the what was the key indicator on when he came to an interview he, with us? He was asking me about junior officer stuff, <laughs> which is only seniors. He, he uh, yes. Okay, so you wouldn't ask about it if you were. Yeah, if you were if you want to be a top if, twenty ju- junior officer, uh, you know, type of thing at St. Thomas, you have to do a. It's an interview process and everything. You got to try out for it in so many words. And he had his interview. And if he's uh, going to the USHL, so why would he be? Why would about he this? care about it? it? And I mean, his brother went all four years to St. Thomas. He runs track at Mizzou. I mean, Jackson is a St. Thomas kid through and through. And yeah, it was very, very clear with my conversations with him. And I know this is really nothing coming. I think Jared Wright isn't necessarily on the. The radar for the USHL, but that kid is really he's, blossoming, isn't he? He's he's fun. Oh, I got a good Jared Wright memory. First time I saw him play in this little uh, District Eight preview, he's a score. He had white skates, and oh, the kid wow. could just fly. No one could stop him. I remember <laughs> they played Cottage Grove with Pilata, Chuck, and Quas and those guys. It was like epic battles, even back six, seven years ago. And he was just—it's fun to watch him, his game progress into the next level. I, I remember I talked to um, Mrs. Right at the start of the season at the opener and she said like oh Jared's always wanted to go to St. Thomas his brothers like uh, always were like why do you want to go to St. Thomas but he always wanted to go to St. Thomas yeah. so that's you know players like that don't leave the school when you know that's their dream Correct. is to go to that school all right next uh Charlie Strammel mm. uh. <laughs> out of all the Minnesota kids that should leave he should yeah but i think of all the kids that won't leave he won't leave he's the one i think i'm gonna put him well he's obviously a yellow Mm -hmm. right now Uh, i know i know the greens um the shadow kids are all green um but i think that the one that would stay i think it's charlie's gonna stay yeah that okay. could go either way. It would be great for Rosemont. It would be great for 3AA if he stays because he yeah. is a man child. So speaking of Rosemont, Luke Lewandowski. <sighs> He's a yellow for sure, but if I were betting man and in this room, I'd take, if it was a $20 bet, I'd put 20 bucks that he's gone. Yeah. Just Eight. after this year, yep. you can see that. Okay. Uh, Nick Pierre. I would Not say. Championship. I, I don't think he's going to make the national development team. Uh, although, after watching this week, Anna, he might. You know, he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't, here's what happens. So, these kids who go to this national development camp, they also also get tendered mm-hmm. by USHL teams, which yeah. means you're guaranteed to play 55 games. You have I to know. be on the bench for 55 of their 60 games or whatever. Yeah. I think it's going to be hard. He's won a state title. He's got nothing more to prove here. He's been a starter since an eighth grader. He's played yeah. three years of varsity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody from if anybody, I think he fits into that tender mode. He's going to get tendered by a USHL team, and he could leave. So I will list him as green. I don't know that for fact, but I would list him as green. I have a green feeling about him too. Yep. It just it, something says that. But if he doesn't, wow, well, he'll be good next year. <laughs> Holy smokes! Got a couple more hill kids. Joe Palatichuk. Nope. Uh, he's. He's got the rights. Uh, Fargo has his rights. 
He's, Fargo's got a great relationship with high school hockey. I think he could be a before and after kid next year. Is Kerry Eads? Yes. F- yes. Okay. He's yeah. the GM. Uh, sorry, uh, I just wanted to make sure. And Kerry yep. and and, has and a they and they did not. Uh, and going back to Bros, they did not say he couldn't go before and after. Slukinski did before and after. Aaron, uh, uh, gosh, uh, Roseo uh, kid. No, uh, oh, Aaron Huglin. Sorry, a lot of names here. Uh, Aaron Huglin was a before and after kid. They're they're friendly to it. Uh, Myers was a before and after yeah. kid. The, yeah. the problem with and 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 Kerry won't disagree with me. The problem is they don't put those kids into a top two role, top sure. two line role. Yeah. They're like, I mean, yeah, we you? you can yeah. play. You can play for us. You can go back to Delano, but your fourth line. Yeah. You know, what's fresh there? Uh, no, he was, end, he, yeah, was, was he was. Yeah, it was. He was already gone Rapids. by then. So yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. He was Green Bay, then came to Fargo. Okay, sure. Yep, yep. Sorry. No, it's all right. Um, Dylan Gobbout. No, he's he's staying. Well, and one one last thing on Joe. If you He'll don't get drafted, yeah, but he won't he won't play in the USHL until after his senior. That's sure. my guess as to where he would be going. And the other thing about Joe, when you don't play in a championship game, you want to come back. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's, he's <laughs> maybe a state champion. Oh, oh I know what I was going to yeah. say about Tristan Bros. I think Tristan Bros would have come back to Blake, but this Blake doesn't have like an on. You can't go online school and then no. come back in November. That's yeah. the way I understand it to be with the Blake Bros situation. So that's just a thought. Um, Leighton Road. There's not much left in White Bear Lake behind him. Um, he's gonna. He's a fantastic hockey player, and that was a hard loss in their section final too. Yeah, I would say if if I were a betting, I would say he's green. But again, this is just well. Let's look at his uh, core that you know won the Bantams, right? Owen yep. Gallanton gone. Yep. Lucius, Lucius go. wasn't on that team. Uh, was there any? No, that no. the, the, there, there's a there's a kid named Sorry. Cam. I can't think of his last name. Yeah, he, he played on the. He's on. In, in the USHL now. Yeah, you're right. He was on that BAM team. So, so Galton and this can't, I can't think of his last name right now. Sorry. It's been a long week. Um, But uh, those guys are gone. Yeah. And yeah. and that was the team that was this year's team that would have been in the state tournament as Babs Bantams. Yeah. Noah Tussie. Hmm. I'll just go yellow. Yeah. That's a safe plague. I don't have enough yeah. information. Anything can happen. And I don't know who owns his rights at this point in the USHL, so not enough info. I would say incomplete, but I wouldn't say he's red, and I wouldn't say he's green. So I'll just say yellow. All right, moving on to section five, Kyle Kukinen. <laughs> Come on, next. <laughs> he's red. dark red. Yep. Henry Nelson. Dark red. Anyone else in Maple Grove? Uh, I could say that I wouldn't be surprised if someone from their glory days, from the Peewees and Bantams, comes back and plays for Maple Grove. No yeah. names. Just saying There's I wouldn't be surprised if someone mm. comes back and plays for Maple Grove next year. Some leaf bird juice. Oh, yeah, God. leaf bird juice. Leaf bird juice. I love that. I love that. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, moving on to section six, Jimmy Clark. Um, He got invited to the camp. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I don't think he's gonna make the team. Um, he could go Tenderville with with Pierre. I wouldn't be surprised if mm-hmm. he left. Um, a lot will a lot's gonna happen with Jimmy Clark either in March or in 
or on July first when the when he can commit to a college because he can't. Oh no, he can't commit to a college until next year. Nor yeah. can Strammel, right? Because they're in yeah. ninth grade. They yeah. can't mm-hmm. commit until they till tenth yeah. grade. Yeah, so he's not until ne- next year. Till next July. July. Yeah. So he's got. Oof. I'm going to put an asterisk next to Jimmy Clark. Let's See, just that, say this: Jimmy Clark's a fantastic guy. He played had a great season this year. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to put. Uh, I will put him as yellow because. God only knows what can happen with him. <laughs> well, and, and that's, but he is an 04, so he can get drafted in the USHL. He get tendered in the USHL. He could play as soon as next year. If I were his advisor, I would say stay home, play hockey. Edina will be in the thick of it. Um, always are. Always are. And you have Kurt Giles as your head coach, right? Joey Miller Blake. That's a that is the sixty four thousand dollar question. Talking to the Blake kids, though, in the last couple of weeks, Tony, they really seem like they're just high on the school. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I don't see them doing that. You know, we've seen Blake kids leave before. Sasha Shogren. Yeah. Remember, was one of those. That was a different era of Blake hockey, though. It was. It was. was. Did he leave? Shogren left for a senior. I thought he played his senior and then went to a post-grad. No, he he left and then did a post-grad and then is that the magician? Yes. He's a 99, so he's out of junior hockey this year. So if he's going to play anywhere, it'll be next year, college somewhere. Probably some liberal arts school out east. Probably Bowden or Bates or (laughs) Williams or... I want to say like an all-girls one. just Connecticut College. Right. Holy Oak. Bryn Mawr. <laughs> Wellesley. Wellesley. <laughs> they got a good squad. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Anyone from Benilde? Anyone from Wyzetta? Tucker Ness? No. John, no. Yeah, Marshall? No. They're all no, staying. All staying. Okay. All staying. Okay, let's go up north. Uh, Jack Peart. That's the $32,000 question. Mm-hmm. I mean, Peart's really, interesting. If, if Miller is the big question... I mean, we talk about players that can make or break a section. Yeah. Kind of like Brody Lamb can make or break a section. Pert can do this. Pert can, can you imagine seven double A next year thing. without Pert? Uh, it would be awful. It would be terrible. Uh, it would be awful. I know. We need you, Jack. <laughs> please you need stay. You, you I'm, I'm pitting with the Rapids kids to stay. I mean, please stay. But, I mean, like, you're, that's an easy state tournament berth type yeah, of thing. Yes, so he's got a sister who's going to play at UMD, right? Or plays at UMD now, right? He's committed oh, that's, to that's an hour from hour and a half, hour hour and a half away from Grand Rapids. He can go watch his sister play. He can play at the IRA. Yeah, I know. Why? And have Don't a good even, team. And he's going to play in the Holiday Classic. I mean, yeah, it's all there, and they're going to be a great, great hockey team. They need a goalie. I think they got a great Bantam goalie. Um, who'll be a sophomore next year? That's going to be a great hockey team. Yeah, that's a team that's great hockey up team. and coming. Oh, it's going to be fun to watch. Okay. Christian Galatz from Cloquet. We talked about him earlier in the show. Again, he's a hibbing kid that moved to to Cloquet. Uh, if you move once, your your yellow goes leans more to green than anything. So I would say I would say leaning green. I would say green on this one. He's so good. Yeah. Fun to watch. He's a good goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zarly Zimski, Duluth East. I can answer this one. Is a green. Yep. Um, Casey Leyland. So, so if yep. he goes green. Yep. If he's green, does his little brother go green too? Because his brother's a Duluth East goaltender. Yeah, let's just say that's a big, he's starting next year. Yeah, let's just say there's a good chance. So he could leave. Yes. Would he leave to seven double A or seven A, or would he go tier one? Where would he go? 
Tier one's an option. Seven A is an option. So he's seven double A. So it's either got to be Hermantown, Proctor, or Denfeld. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be juicy? That would be fun. What about Superior? They're going to be good next year. <laughs> superior. <laughs> you, don't, you don't cross the bridge. No. The bong bridge. <laughs> All right, keep going. Uh, Casey Leyland, St. Michael Alberville. Uh, he's been invited to the camp. Uh, I think he'll stay. I don't. He, he could get tendered, too, by a USHL team. So I would say stay. I would say red okay. when it's all said and done. Paul Huglin, Rosso, stay. All right, just shifting over. Like some, I don't know who yeah. owns Paul's rights. If uh, Fargo owns his rights, that could get interesting. I would think that they might actually. I don't know. I, if they do, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Shifting over to Class A, we did 1A already, but uh, Chase Beacom. I think, you know, Chase's dad and I are friends. I wouldn't be surprised if this was his final year at Kennedy. Okay. Clunder? Red, I think he'll stay. Yep. Okay, uh, juiciest name in Class A, Joey Pierce. Ooh. Oh, he'll stay. Try City, by the way. Uh, that's good Hugh, to know. That's Hugh really Glenn. good to know. Sorry. I would say Paul Hugo's a dark red at that point. Yeah, no, uh, a uh, number 121 overall by Tri City. So. Okay, all right. So we're saying Joey Pierce is staying. Joey Pierce would stay, yes. There's yeah. a lot coming in. Yep. Oh, wow. Do they, they, will be, they will be just as good as they were this year well, or better. He came to Hermantown to win state. So yep. and and you know he's got his D one scholarship like yep. literally there's no reason to leave yeah and obviously there's some very good relationships between UMD and yes. down so yep no issues there uh, East Grand Forks got a pile of them <laughs> there is yeah yeah there's, there's a, a lot a of waves of going on start uh, with Osmus Osmus did not get invited which is a shock that is a shock I thought I was shocked that he didn't get invited. Um, and then I love people. Well, they probably didn't get the East Grand Forks. Like, mm, want to bet? Rod Bracefell was in East Grand Forks at the arena with us that yeah, night. We saw him. Yeah, we saw him there. So he he saw Trey play this year at least once. Okay, Jackson Panzer uh, did not get invited. NTDP. Uh, I think he's the most underrated group in this stud group. I mean, you'll see mm-hmm. in three years. Uh, you know, because he's only a freshman. I think he'll be a Mr. Hockey finalist. I think he's going to stay the course all the way through. He might not even play in the high school elite league next year. He's going to play U16 in the fall because mm. they don't believe in they're, – they're the not rush into things type yeah. of family. So I would sure. see him as a kid that will go dominate, you know, uh, U16s next year and play at his age and just keep getting better and better. You know, you saw him play. He's yeah. got one gear fast. <laughs> So he's got to learn to slow down a little bit. You know what I mean? He does slow down the game a little bit, like like Shagabe a little bit. Shagabe does that. How fun really would it be to watch? Because they might play Tier 1, too, yeah. next uh, fall. Those two on a line together. Put those two on a line. They will. They'll be on the same team. Ooh, that yeah. would be unbelievable to watch. The f- world's fastest and the world's slowest player. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the slowest as in, like, he just... Slows it down. Yeah. Just, and Jax has got no patience out there. He's like, just let's go. Let's get the puck in the net, you know? <laughs> Yo, but Shagabe is just like, okay. It's cool. Here's yep. where it's going to go. Yep. I got I'm going to put this there. Artistry. And just yeah. boom. <laughs> it, it's just, it's fun. Fun to watch. Okay, do we get all the East Grands? Uh, Landon, oh, Landon, Landon Parker. Parker. You know... He could end up going to the USHL. I doubt it. You know, they're such a homegrown. He's. I, I think this team's got a lot to prove after Thief River Falls. 
They got a lot to prove. And, you know, don't hold – I just don't think – I think they're going to end up going back next if year. They um, not, if they would have made it to state, there's then a couple – Then there would be a lot of different decisions, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like with Osmus too, I think mm-hmm. – see him, I think he'll stick around and play too. So is that all of it? Did we get through every coming and going? I think we did. Yeah, all right. Um, all right, what's next on our list? Our top ten. Well, first you're going to tell us who's coming in. Oh, no. Yeah. We oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We, you're right. We switched this. All right, we're going to do our top. I don't like to say this word. This is just for fun. There's a put air quotes on this. Top recruiting classes. These yeah. aren't really recruiting classes. I'm going to have no comment on this. Because you don't have any for Duluth East. Do you? <laughs> uh, 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 there are some ninth graders. Yeah, no, he's no. good. But, but he's already on, in high school, though. Yeah, I know. But but the, he didn't play significant minutes. No, really. I'm talking about kids who didn't play significant minutes or are playing bantams. I mean, when you put Ben Miller down here as an eighth grader from Hill Murray, he didn't play varsity for Hill Murray. Sure. But he's an unbelievable talent. Oh, it's fun to watch. So I have Hill Murray as the number one recruiting class. Do you have any out-state recruits that we can mention that I, might come into Minnesota? Oh, no. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have any that are coming Tony in. has no comment on that. I have no comment. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, so I think Ben Miller, Will Skahan are two. One's a big defenseman. One's a big power forward, stick handling uh, he was a Wee Player of the Year finalist last year. That's as good as you're going to get for eighth graders. And I've heard rumors, and it's, it's weird to talk about seventh graders on this show, but there's a kid named Logan Hensler who's as good a player as you're ever going to see, skilled beyond belief. Um, I know I pumped these guys up way too early, and people don't like that, but Logan Hensler is a name. If he ends up going to Hill Murray, he could play next year as an eighth grader. He's better than... Ben Brinkman, he's better than than Joey Anderson. He's better than uh, Nick Pierre. He's as good of a peewee hockey player as I've ever seen. Well, and, and if he goes wherever he goes next year as an eighth grader, he could play right away. He's well over. He's let's see. He's two. He's six foot two, and can <laughs> skate like the wind. He can do it all. And I think he could play varsity hockey next year as an eighth grader. One thing Lechner never mentioned retirement. Yeah, he did conference. not sound like someone who was about to retire. He's no, like, oh, I got my wife doesn't like that I'm getting to the rink for a three o'clock practice at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it. awesome, Lex. So when you said northern or outstate, I was thinking like, are there any? Danny said outstate. I would never I use did. the phrase when you outstate. Say outstate, outstate I, is Greater Minnesota. Correct. Sorry, That's what I, I, thought. I was joking. I was saying <laughs> a hee like, ha ha. I'm like, oh wow, we have some serious the Moorhead and. And Hermantown Bantams, if you have, want to go see the future of high school hockey, go to Braemar this weekend and watch. And Warrell's got a team in the tournament. There's some fantastic Bantam. The, the Bantam level is really watered down this year, but at the top four in each A and double mm-hmm. A, you're going to see some great teams, unbelievable teams. Um, Warrell's a fun one to watch. Um, but he, uh, but Moorhead, I think, has the best recruiting class. Uh, Abe Carlson, Ian Ness, Joe Grammer. Yes, that's Luke's little brother, the middle of the uh, Grammer brothers. Uh, Harper Bentz, Kai Weigel. I mean, these guys are all ninth graders. So their 10th grade class for Moorhead next year will be phenomenal, um, I, which I don't think they'll be a great team next year, but I think they'll be uh, they'll have a great 10th grade class. Hermantown has two of the best, um, we're not announcing our Bantam Player of the Year finalists, but under huge consideration are one of the best <laughs> defensemen in the state, Ty Hansen. 
Uh, he's unbelievable. Dad played for UMD. And Zam Plant, I think his dad played for UMD, too. I might have heard of him. And coached huh. at UMD. But Zam Never Plant is, uh, you, know, you know, one of those guys that, you know, someone came up to me in the, the lobby. Scrub. Someone came up to me in the <laughs> lobby uh, and said, is Zam Plant going to be your Bantam Player of the Year guy? And I'm like, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. I need to do a little more research on him. Oh, I didn't tell you this. I was walking, like, in the concourse during one of the games and stuff last night and somebody grabbed me like a younger guy like maybe younger than me where's tony <laughs> i was like i don't know he's up not attached the, to me <laughs> like up, it's like how do you know, i i'm just wearing like a quarter zip how do you even know that i know tony <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that's weird that yeah. lobby's hard for me it's like i can't i gotta just walk with my head down it's fun to be noticed and have people scream your name but at the oh. same time I'm trying oh to take it's, a, it's oh. a double-edged sword okay it's a double-edged sword i felt really some of those too yep. it really is like <laughs> i gotta get down and i gotta shoot this sometimes, picture i gotta get sometimes to the i just conference. have to go sorry i want to talk to people out. Yeah. i really do like yeah. covering in the state tournament is like one of those i'd rather just go to the state tournament get a get a suite and just enjoy it and <laughs> versus actually editorially covering it i was gonna say tony this is the first time i've actually like watched games with you ever yeah this week because i know you know, sitting next to we were for next several to periods talking yeah. through a game it's like i've never done this before it was fun yeah. it was fun is it, it? Fun. <laughs> it is <laughs> it is all right uh and then the fourth class here i could name so many on this list for maple grove kurt Hallstrom, the bantam coach has got a really special team this year here's just a few names wyatt olson he's another kid who's an 05 birth year so he's not eligible for any national development team stuff yet uh finn brink this kid is a rocket always oh, he fast really good hockey player smart player and then they got luke margano on the blue line so uh, Ma maple grove's high school team is it's the it's just they come in waves they just keep coming in waves yeah and then last but not least uh their eighth grade class their peewees last year uh warroad's got a lot of good kids i don't know if many of them will be at the high school team next year, but Chicago Bay played as a ninth grade this year. Ryan Lund is a kid. He's about six foot ten, two hundred and ninety pounds. He's just like, Boy, like a that. mountain That's of a fun. child. He's huge. Of uh, course, that and in then the connection and, and, on this family yeah, tree. So and we we got, have the Warroad family tree drawn up on yeah, the whiteboard here. And then here. you got Carson. Carson Pilgrims, uh, who is Chicago Bay's who's, nephew, who's Daryl Chicago Bay's son, Jason Chicago Bay's nephew. nephew. Grant's. Uh, oh wait, it's. Yeah. Uh, Carson Pilgrim is son Shagabay's grandson, and Jason Shagabay's nephew. Yes, so write that Jason one. Jason will have his nephew on the same team as him, even though they're like what one or two years. And his stepdad on the bench with him too, mm -hmm. which is Michael Tweet. So this there you have it. There you have it. I'm so, so confused. Figuring out the family uh, Shagabay tree. It's fun. Great people. Uh, great stuff. Now we get to finish off the show. Let's cap it off. Top ten. Hour and a half. We're going to get it in at 1.30. <laughs> good, so, good show, though. A lot of juice. A lot of juice. Uh, top 10. Let's start A, and then we'll finish it off with double A, sure. and we'll sign off from there. Class A. You ready? Sure. Number one, Hermantown. No argument there. Yeah, yeah it seems normal. And, and then you got to put, back. You gotta put yeah. 2A and 2B together, right? Yep. It's the 8A yeah. We'll stick Warroad at 2 just because they won it this year, yep. and then East Grand yep. Forks at 3, but, I mean, they're loaded. And I think Warroad brings in, you know, we talk about mm -hmm. just have had years and years of Peewee and Bantam success. East Grand's had slight success, but they but yeah. they don't have a move-in like like Jackson Panzer. I mean, that's sure. that's a monumental move-in, all right? Uh, number four, Matamidi. State the, champs. The, the eternal Matamidi spots. Number four. But, well, I yeah. think yeah. well, they're, they're always number four, right? And they're because they've never really earned it. Now they earned it. 
right? Yeah. And now the whole JV story with six or eight JV guys. Who are the six or eight JV guys at Montemita right now? We don't mm-hmm. even know who yeah, they are. I know. So, so you got to put them there. And then this is my favorite one. <laughs> Number five, Duluth Denfeld. Yes! I love hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> I just love hearing that. They're going to be good next yeah, year. Yeah, they're going to be loaded. They're going to be really good next year. If it weren't for like a like a, a, a flood in Gary Morgan Park or wherever, where was it? Where was it? Yeah. Irving Park? Or Irving. Irving. Yeah, Irving. There was a flood yeah. that wiped out a lot of these people who lived on the west side of Duluth. Yeah. Where did they move? Irmantown. Irmantown. So no flood. Denfeld might be the talk of the Duluth area if it weren't for... I mean, the for, flood, interesting. What's that? Isn't that blame a yeah. flood, right? Yeah. Like Noah's Ark, right? <laughs> Rose up to Herbentown. That's and, right. Yeah, the water Came to rest in the swamps. Yes, it did. All right, next one. <laughs> Number six, let's go for Little Falls. Love this team. I yeah. love this team. It's going to yeah. be so and they're good. Ha- they're going to have a better schedule next year. This is going to be a different team to watch. Yes. All right. Number seven, this is a juicy Tony pick, Dodge County. Love this one. They're going to be so good. They're going to be so good next year. There's, yeah. there's kids moving in. They're going to have, it's going to be great. This How is far of a great. drive is that for me? It's Rochester. Uh, it's Rochester. Okay. Dodge County it. is Byron. Yep. Uh, I don't oh, know. It is yeah. to Rochester what Town is to Duluth. Okay. Yes. yes. I can yeah, do it's that. It's Rochester. I can do that. It's Rochester. Give me it's a good Friday be. night game. I'll be All there. Right. Another team that's, you know, well, I would call them a proverbial top 10 team until yeah. they be told, be told differently. Yeah, the eternal consolation champion, Stellano. <laughs> they uh, they were good. Yeah. They really, they gave Matamita the champions all you can handle. Yeah, and game. they got better throughout the year. They always get better. They're a very young team. They had a lot of sophomores and juniors doing the deed this year. I think yeah. that'll be a team that will, might even poke their head into the top five next year. I could see it, yep. And Nine. Then, Alexandria? Yeah, top Bantam team in the state, uh, top two or three Bantam team in Class A. Uh, they didn't lose a lot this year from their senior class. I think this team will be as ta- as tough of a team as you'll see in, in, in any and A, that's for sure. And number 10, to round it out, say Orono. They just have the most yeah. talent. Yeah. yeah, and there's consistency with that program, right. too. And great coaching staff. Yeah. I mean, I think I just think top to bottom, I think if we leave them out of the top 10, we – you know, we a lot of A is consistency, coaches, yeah. and, and all that stuff. The so, best part about this is when we talk about coming and going, just the previous segment, right. not a lot of c- coming and going. Nope. Yeah. Class class a. A. Really look at Herbertown EGF nice. for the only two that had any major chance. Maybe Dodge County, but yeah, that's yeah, those are the only three we talked about. Not a lot of them coming and going. This is the golden man. age of Class A? It is, definitely. <laughs> it wasn't uh, for a while. Not, not, not on Wednesdays. On <laughs> Fridays and, and Saturday, it was pretty golden. Yes. Got to admit that. Yes. yes. yes All right. Was. All right. Double A. Lay it on me, Carl. Lay it on me. Number one, Eden Prairie. <laughs> Going right back to the well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, I I agree with that, and our two is Maple Grove. Those yep. two in Bantams a few mm-hmm. years ago had some epic battles, but they didn't, you know, whether we like it or not, uh, Eden Prairie has added more. And Maple Grove has subtracted more. A lot. You know, oh, Brock Faber gone, Reller gone, Janicky gone. Kelly. But someone's coming back. Kelly wouldn't have been on the team next year. Okay, sorry. He wasn't in that. He was he's a year old. He would have been a senior this year. So uh, that's all gone. But you know what? Uh, and this speaks to depth. Maple Grove's depth is yeah. unbelievable. And we see in a three-game tournament where you go back to back mm-hmm. to back, what's more important, depth? And, and can Eden Prairie... 
win it's a real a question game. with Eden Prairie next year. You know I mean, what I mean? The question yeah. I have with it's, them is... You know, their top units could be unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Beyond that, their, their top what? stuff yeah. was really good this year. Their middle stuff was... And it gets yeah. weaker. Trust yeah. me, yep. it gets weaker now after about eight, their top eight players. Where, where Maple Grove is... I mean, why all of a sudden are you kidding me? This kid's first line on about every team in the state... He'll maybe be second-line, third-line guy for that team. I mean, EP's kind of like a really, really good northern team. Yes. Yeah, and Maple Grove is like a Wyzetta yeah. or an Edina where yeah. they're just mm-hmm. loaded. They're just going to come at you in waves yeah. and waves yeah. and waves and waves. So it'll be fun to see those two teams battle. It's just a little bit different than Bantams. Bantams was just the, the talent on both sides was it was crazy good. Yeah. All right, so we have Maple Grove at two. Yep. Number three is Hill Murray. Uh, yeah, right there. yeah, yeah, they yeah. got so much depth too. You know, we yeah. saw their. Depth They're not going to miss this beat. And yeah. great coach. I, mean, mm-hmm. I just don't. Who's their goal? Kind of like the Metro Randolph, isn't he? Yeah. Well, kind of very different personalities, no but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But yeah. Both very well respected coaches and everything. Um, yeah, I I completely agree with that. All right, next number four is Lakeville South, the proverbial Lakeville <laughs> South, right? <laughs> But you think about it; they lose really nobody. Yeah, they, it was they were loaded as sophomores last year, juniors this year. You saw the improvement. And now it's freshman, now it's time for the next step. Their freshman class. If you look at the Bantam AA, mm-hmm. they're in the state tournament without Doms, who was Bantam eligible. Without yep. Lutke, who was Bantam eligible. Without Eli Miller, who was Bantam eligible. Realize how good that Bantam team would be. Their ninth grade class is as good as their eleventh grade class. Mm-hmm. So you mash those yeah. two together, it's going to be a really good team, no matter what you say about the South Suburban Conference. And Yanni is a very innovative coach, yeah. too. Yeah. So you, we might see some fun stuff. They just ran that. into a buzzsaw. I mean, you know, that Jackson Blake and Steves, when they get going, I mean, it's... Anything it's below stop. the dots with Steves is a goal. Yeah, but the problem the problem with uh, with Lakeville South is they didn't get any any push. No, offensively, no. you can't no. rip the goaltender. You can't rip. The no, they, they no. Just... I was calling that game. It was really boring. Yeah, it, it <laughs> was. Couldn't get it in. It, it could I mean, not get the puck in. That the was house. one of those games. It's like, can I? You give me a different topic to talk about, like rhinoceroses or something. <laughs> I need something. I was watching the sport court ad between whistles. There, Zach. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Let's have uh, some questions about that house. Yeah, I know. Do they really make houses like that? Yeah. I've never know. seen one before. All right, keep going. Number five, Tony's favorite. Casino. Yeah. Yeah. Loaded. Casino. Yeah, they'll be good. They're, All yeah, right. They're, they're kind, of, kind of a year behind Lakeville South. Like, lo- they have the loaded sophomore class this year. Yes. Now they'll be juniors. Yep. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, number six, Grand Rapids. This team, I'm telling you guys right now, if it stays intact... Mm-hmm. And Miles Gunderson is as good a goalie as I think he could be as a sophomore next year. This team will be playing Friday night next year. That's fun. I like that. Ole, ole. Who's go- and, and who's going to be right uh, directing that band at some point next year? Tony. This guy. <laughs> Lucky. This guy. So, Tony, have you worked on your little baton? Yeah, yeah, I'm just deciding what song I'm going to lead them in. Is it Olay? That seems a little cliche. I think I'm going to go Barbara You got to stay there for a period. I'm going Barbara Ann. That's my one. (laughs) Or, hey, hey, baby. That's a good one, too. I'm going to go Barbara Ann. That's going to be the one. All right? I like it. Okay. Uh, Number seven, go for St. Thomas Academy. 
Oh, you had St. Thomas? Okay, oh, I had oh, vanilla, we, we but had, that's okay, whatever. Flip-flop. Yeah, flip yeah, they're both there. Yep, I think they're both there. I think they're both going to make – I think vanilla will be in a section final again next year. Mm-hmm. And St. Thomas should too. Yes. Yeah, they better be. <laughs> they better yeah. be. I bet yeah. they'll be a five seed again. I hope so. <laughs> Treat them like a five seed. Yeah. See what you the get. The best was, I don't know, Nico will want me to say this, but uh, we were chatting about the seat during seating time. He goes, uh, we're just going to go into the meeting and say, just make us the five seed every year and we'll see you. We'll see you at the section tournament. Because it really doesn't yeah. matter. If you're yeah, the right. best, you're the best. That was yeah. basically what he's saying. Like, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. All right. So we gave away number eight. It's Benilde. Yep. Any thoughts on Benilde? Benilde's going to be the same team in a lot of respects as this year. Yep. And it's how they respond after this year. I mean, they yep. were a penalty shot away. Yeah. And we said the same last year. It's like, oh, they were like a goal away against yeah, the they, Dino. Just and, missing. And, and it's just this team needs to assume the position, like, uh, that they are. Like, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're 6AA has been open for the taking, and they just yeah, haven't. And, and I just noticed that you know, they're the first 6 of 8 team we've mentioned, which is yeah. maybe a little surprising. but It'll be a still so, a really good yeah. section, though. It you know, Holy is. Angels will come on next year, too. So yeah. I think that there'll be a, an additional link to this whole uh, puzzle next year. Exactly. Good yeah, recruiting I just, class. What's that? Good recruiting class. Yeah, they'll have a, uh, not in the top five, but maybe top ten. All right. <laughs> uh, this is a fun one. Number I'm nine. Lo- how about Rosa? How deep are they going to be next year? Yeah, yeah I know. They're going to be good. They're going to be really, really good team next year. And this is a team that – here's where I talk about making it to section finals. This is a team that made it to a section final this year, was a goal away Played from well. making yeah. it yeah. know, to state. You know, I watched this one cover this, to cover, this section final. Yeah. And, and I was too. And you look at Rosa, <laughs> this is really their window too. You know, they've got this is their window. Beyond this, it's probably going to be a lot of more heads. So. A lot yeah. more head. And it's not – because Rosa will be completely decimated. It's just Moorhead will be so, Correct. so good. It's the old more humans can fit into <laughs> Moorhead than you can fit into. More jobs Rosa. are in Yeah, Moorhead. more yeah. jobs, more everything. It's just not that's, as easy. That's honestly not what as easy. goes on. There. All right, last but not least, Mr. Funk is not going to like us for this, but go ahead. Ten, Creighton Durham Hall. Oh, sorry, Funk. I couldn't <laughs> do it. Last year coming into the, this season coming in, he goes, yeah, you guys left us out of those. Thanks a lot. It kept us grounded here and. You know, we really appreciate it. I think that they're, I mean, they have so much talent. And really what this comes back to, I hate to go back to Peewees. You know, everyone goes back to Peewees or Bannons. But the group, this core group of kids without Dylan Godbout was a Final Four team. Yeah. And who was in the Final Four? Chaska Chan, Asu Maple Grove, and Hermantown. Yeah. And now they're all sprouting wings in their own little areas, you know. I really look at their goaltending, and Marco Bellic just continues to get better and better. I mean, I saw him made some great games and great That's saves. funny. Woodbury had all of those kids on one team, <laughs> you know, in, including Dylan Godbaugh. I mean, it was, it was a pretty special group of kids. Uh, you had the, you had the um, Jake and uh, Drew Fisher and mm-hmm. – Sandriel twins, and it was pretty yeah. pretty special group there. And most of those kids, except Dylan, and they're still really good friends. Isn't that weird? That's fun. Uh, <laughs> Woodbury, uh, I mean, uh, Creighton is definitely a talented group uh, of sophomores, juniors next year. So it'll be good. It'll be really good. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up. I before we sign off, I want to thank you guys for uh, helping me put together an awesome show, or us putting together an awesome show. Uh, the amount of listener increase, you know, we were fairly steady uh, the last two or three years. And then over the last, 
uh, half of this year, something just went crazy. And uh, it, wouldn't the juice. Be, it wouldn't be great without you guys and putting together a great show. Our, our producer, Drew Steele, thanks to him, too, for helping get yeah, this through, yeah, sure. helping this thing get kicked out super fast uh, and produced. We appreciate it. We appreciate everybody. We appreciate all the fans. Appreciate all of our listeners. But we appreciate the most of the coaches and the kids who wouldn't make this happen if it weren't for them. For Carl and Danny, I'm Tony Scott. We'll see you guys next year. I've got Ferraris, Maseratis, drive all over the place. I drink martinis, never seen these looks all over their face. My friends all know that I'm cool. I've been this way since high school. Cause life's never been sweeter when you're just a cake eater. When it comes-